0: BIRDS <laughs> CHIRP Welcome, one welcome all to episode 197 of the Xbox Expansion Pass, recorded on Saturday, September 30th, 2023. I am your host, Luke Lore, the insipid ghost, and I am joined today by my co host, the intrepid Captain Logan. And in this episode, we start off and react to yet another round of massive layoffs in the gaming industry, and we see a surprise milestone for major Xbox IP. Of course, we're set for another major month of AAA releases in the month of October. It is going to be a good one, and we hope you enjoy the show. Logan, we like to start the show by offering words of kindness to those who have made our gaming weeks better. But first,
1: how are you, my friend? Good. It's uh, It's been a busy week for me, um, just in general. So I, I feel like of all the weeks that we've had like a bunch of stuff going on, there's a bunch of stuff that I can't talk about mm-hmm. that I've been working on uh do you mean for, like game related or personal related uh game related so gotcha. like there's stuff that we're under embargo for um mm-hmm. that we just can't talk about yet that i'm like trying to get into and understand and just doing research people and, can uh, know
0: that we're playing it though right y- yes okay you can say yeah. that then. <laughs> all right so yeah <laughs>
1: we're, we're we're working on forza coverage <laughs> yeah. yes okay uh we had a we had uh, review codes provided to us by xbox uh it was very kind of them to do so Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be able to talk about that more next week. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think we're going to try and work on getting a special guest Mm because Luke, I think you're going to be gone next week, right? Yep. I'll be
0: gone next week for, uh, I want to be, there's an event for my wife that is solemn. And so I want to be there in support of her. So we'll be traveling quick quick thing and then turn around traveling so it's it's a lot of traveling next weekend Uh, but i'll be gone all weekend and unable to record which stinks that i'll miss the forza coverage but we've got a super amazing uh sub in especially for forza mr greg seward uh he's my words of kindness this week he's coming (laughs) in from player one podcast uh agreed to help us with forza coverage he is an expert when it comes to racing games of course he's an industry veteran and then he worked at egm uh you know, and worked on reviewing games nonstop, but he regularly plays simulation racing games like Gran Turismo. Uh, he has been in forza. Or iRacing? iRacing. Whatever that one is. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it is. It's like the most niche, but real like huge community (laughs) for racing. So, so I couldn't imagine a more perfect guest to sub in, um, and help us with Forza coverage because like he will know it far better than me. Who's like, go stop. And, Uh, follow the driving line kind of things yeah Um, if there is a driving line in forza motorsport which i can't say one way or another you know Uh, go watch the videos of it you might figure it out on your own. you might Uh, but there is a there is a go and stop button i guess i'll break embargo for that one thing um i know pretty rough pretty dangerous (laughs) (laughs) yeah sources sources allegedly um but yeah we're playing forza coverage that's fun Yep. yep it's keeping us busy Go ahead. What, what was the rest of your week?
1: Oh, I don't even remember what we were what what it was. I just I, I just know that I've been covering uh that I've been working on that. That's that feels <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's been a lot. And like seriously, the funny
0: thing is, uh, I think both of our weeks have mine's been very busy work side, because like the, yeah. these months are my busy months. We we know that. Um, but like Crew Motorfest, Forza, we at the time of this recording Assassin's Creed has not been been given to us. We may or may not land that one. Okay. Yeah. Like somebody asked us on t- on Twitter or, or Threads, I can't remember, um Twitter. if was it Twitter if we were playing, I think it was lives of P, Lites yeah. of P, and it's like, "No, we don't <laughs> like we can't even catch our breath ahead of of uh that, and then there's Lords of the Fallen in there, then you've got uh Alan Wake on its way, Spider-Man yep. if you're playing that, Sonic Superstars, like October is wild. And I want to do right by the games that we have for coverage as it is. Yeah. So like anything I don't get in this month for coverage, it's just like, OK, that's fine. Yeah, and I'll get there. I haven't even touched Phantom Liberty. Um, th- this gamers are so spoiled for choice in this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Game Pass subscribers are spoiled <laughs> for choice in this month. We are fortunate that we get to cover some of this stuff. Um, yeah. But I just I just don't have the bandwidth and I don't think you do either to go past
1: a certain threshold. Yeah, no. It's literally been like Starfield preview to Cyberpunk preview to Forza preview, mm-hmm. like Cocoon just came out on Game Pass mm-hmm. yesterday. Like that's a gonna that's gonna be an indie darling. I think that that should be really good there's mm-hmm. just there's so much dude like i've been trying to find time to to play games it's sea of Thieves community weekend so mm-hmm. like this morning i saw the tweet go out for like a, a chest to go dig up on an island mm-hmm. on all the servers and i went and dug it up and i was like really happy because it's one of the hardest chests to get a hold of that i still mm-hmm. have accommodations to work on for so Oof. and and it's like double golden, double glory like it's like it's all weekend so Mm-hmm. it's just, there's so much going on right now. There's, there's cyberpunk Twitch drops, by the way, Ooh. if you, if you want new United States gear, mm-hmm. like, and it looks good too. There's like yeah. a, there's a, there are a couple guns and a bunch of armor and stuff like cosmetics and whatnot. And it's like, those are going right now. Mm-hmm. So there's just, it's, there's a lot, man. This is, this is a little too much. And we even saw some folks, some studios say that they were going to delay to, mm-hmm later on because it's just as they so sh- much.
0: if they can they should like i've got yeah. two indie games sitting in my inbox that i've not had a chance to even potentially consider um because it's just too crowded and that's a that's a shame like this month yeah. is too crowded and multiple games have moved right like yeah. as as they should um i think because when you've got games oh, yeah. the caliber of phantom liberty spider-man allen wake 2 which for all intents and purposes the previews look incredible uh, there's a new Mario game and for some reason Sonic the Hedgehog is doing their new 2d game like within a week like I know it's Who... a, just some strange choices for October you know Um strange choices for October and in, in a month where or a news week where we're going to be talking about closing studios closing and people losing their jobs I yeah. feel like in mass zoomed out from a distance it feels like well if some better choices were made um or, or some more decisions could be altered. Yeah, um, and I think about that with Immortals of Abium. That's been my go-to frustration And that—that's a good game. Whether yeah. you think it's good or good or great, it's a game that was deserving of a better gameplay. And they've got an update coming. Um, yeah. So they, they
1: just—it was
0: FSR for PC. Mm-hmm. They just announced yeah. they're working on, which is cool. Yep, and uh, I can say now, like I knew that was was happening. They've got a good update because originally we were going to do our interview to time with that update and yeah. i do not know if that's happening and i don't want to be the guy that's like poking them and like hey yeah just lost half your team what's up you know like i don't want
1: to do that you know yeah things things have probably slowed down as far as timeline goes for that right. so yeah Ah yeah. oh, man i, I said good- my words i'm sorry go ahead I
0: I oh no 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 go for it dude well as i said my words of kindness greg seward i'm really excited he's coming on XCP. i'm a big fan mm. of him personally and and of p1p and his knowledge on racing is just stoked. So I'm just excited to him, for him to help us with Forza coverage. Um, but I was curious who your words
1: of kindness were. Uh, for this week, I wanted to shout out PTK Blam. Uh, oh, I love they, Blam. they reached out and uh, he wanted to see if I could be able to uh, jump on um, for the, the shop podcast today. And uh, awesome. so I'm going to be recording with them. That'll be later today. It'll go out. It'll be live, but it'll go out on feeds afterwards, I'm sure. So. Uh, looking forward to talking to them again. I had a really good time last time. And uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, looking forward to talking, talking shop with them. That's that is fantastic. Um,
0: I love PTK Blam. He's just one of the one of those those amazing people in the community. The shop podcast is fun still. Yeah. Or, uh, they, they just have a great community centurion fuzzy. It, it's just it's awesome. So I love them. That's fantastic. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Logan, we had a really big week for Patreon coverage. We're doing our, our I guess we could call it a fundraiser for yeah. Extra Life. And uh, we had two, three people now uh, at the time of this recording. One came in while you were talking. Oh, uh, that wow. Got us to our goal. I was hoping us to get us to $175 for Extra Life. Uh, so, because all of that money for the month of September for Patreon is being donated to Extra Life on our sister podcast. I'll divvy up that money for their particular drives that they're doing in October. So yeah. I'll be able to shift all that money over. Um, and we have hit it as of 30 seconds ago, which nice. is fantastic. <laughs> I, I want to give shout outs to uh, Waka Butler, John, who subscribed at Tier 2, which is absolutely an incredible. Uh Can't thank you enough for helping us there. Uh, we saw rob Foley, he just subscribed uh, a moment ago at tier two rob Frawley, the second uh subscribing at tier two uh d- d- he is always in our social feeds which is which is amazing uh can't thank rob enough there uh, and then red beast uh incredible adam there he upped his patreon from five to ten dollars went from tier two to three uh so we oh. now as xcp are going to be able to donate 175 dollars two extra life. I'm going to throw in 25 of my own to get it to a nice 200 um, across our sister podcast. So I'm so grateful to all of our patrons across all three tiers for helping us get there and and for uh, John, Adam, and Rob for bumping us into that special territory for the month of September. Uh, I've said this before. It's always appreciated. Uh, Never expected. And if anybody needs to drop down next month, you were just helping for the fundraiser. I appreciate you and thank you Um, that was amazing. That was a great feeling. That is, we get to do that as a community. I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a nice win. Um, if you are doing extra life fundraisers and we can help spread the word or share with our community, please feel free to DM Logan uh or myself. Uh mess message us on uh Discord or X if that's working at the time. Let us know. Uh, cause we want to help raise money for Extra Life in our our own way as well. So so there
1: you go. I'll tell you what. Uh just check the old bank account. I'll, uh, I'll toss 50 into that. We'll make it Hot a darn. 250. Hot darn. Look at
0: us go. <laughs> Look at us go. This is fantastic. So we're going to divvy up 250 bucks across uh, our sister shows. Uh, and of course, we'll let our community know where those monies are going um, in the month of October when we see those drives happening. So there we go. All right. Uh, love this. Fantastic. It. Me, me too. Oh, my day is made, buddy. My day is made <laughs> so from migraine to victory. Here we are uh logan we have our tier two and three shout outs which have new names uh and i'm stoked for that uh i need to put put uh walk butler in there
1: what's such a cool name all right uh it's your week to read though Ooh. i know yeah. Well, i'm gonna try and do justice i know there's one i'm probably gonna try and tri- or i'm probably gonna trip up on so apologies in advance but here we go so thank you again to the tier two and tier three Uh, patrons, you guys are helping make this uh happen. I really appreciate it. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Xbox Expansion Pass to uh to consider, you know, donating, see if this content's worth supporting Luke for, which I do because I I want to make sure that he knows that I appreciate all the stuff he does for me. So thank you to Waka Butler, Rob Frawley, Tao Zochi, Trickster, Robbie Bobby Miller, Silent Cypher. Xbox Skittle, Steel Rain, Matto 1606, Randall Thor 19, Silkenit, Rick Gaffney, African aka Charles Jones, Game Positive, Jam Pack Sam, Matt Valdez, Neo Prime 33, Rick Davis, Red Beast, Xbox Mike 29, The Lord Sir Master James Suddy, Brendan Myers aka The Winter Gamer, Sony's VP of Marketing Kevin Butler, clint coombs dj hero and dano 12 thank you all again so much for your support really appreciate it and uh you know luke i gotta say uh kevin butler standout gentleman um ended up actually uh jumping in with me to do some uh state of decay 2 the other day kevin did uh, yeah oh that's fantastic so we did some uh we were I remember we were talking about it in the Discord but it's been a while and I didn't even think to to like call that out but mm-hmm. the expo the the Patreon Discord is like one of my favorites right now cuz everyone in there is just awesome people and it's been really fun to get to like play with some new folks that I've never gotten to play with before. Mhm. I I cannot agree more.
0: It's it's one of those weird things where like there's a three dollar barrier to entry on our Discord, but in that small bit, it lets oh. people. Uh, yeah, not Kevin Butler. I'm sorry, Butch. Sorry, Butch. Butch. <laughs> I, okay, yeah, you said Butch last week. You told you mentioned okay. it last week. Um, but I was like, that's why I was surprised by Kevin. But I will, and shout out to Butch because he is awesome. Yeah. But I love the that small little bit means that people that are in our community want to be there. Yeah, and we're able to. All right, they're willing to support the show, but also like every morning. There's a good morning XCP or good morning fam or et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It's the best. The, the gifts. The gifts the, are the, the gift is great. Yep. Yep. Oh, I love it. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Well, look, dude, we, there is a lot of gaming news. We've alluded to a lot of it. Uh, Forza codes are out in the wild. Coverage is being made by content creators, influencers alike. Reviews are in progress. Uh, I'm excited for us to have our coverage of that. Um, that's Xbox's Fourth, fourth IP this year, fifth IP this year. You got Hi-Fi Rush, uh, Minecraft Legends, Redfall, Starfield, and then Forza. So their fifth game of the year, Uh, certainly going to be impactful for a lot of reasons. I'm really curious to see kind of the bump in the interest level. Um, I'm curious how it compares to Starfield. I'll be really fascinated to see. Yeah. Where it charts on Steam, if, if we see console scales, sales spike again, if yeah. there's Game of the Year conversations for it or not. Um, because Forza Horizon 5 always felt overlooked despite getting some Game of the Year con- you know conversations surrounding it. I'm just curious to see how Forza Motorsport has reacted to because Sim and Arcade are different. Plus, you had the Crew Motor Fest not too long ago, um, yeah. which is a game I recommend to everybody. Crew Motorfest is amazing. Um, I so enjoy that game. So I'm really, really interested to see kind of how it goes. Uh, But all that to say, the industry got some weird news this past week. And I want to start with Jim Ryan retiring as CEO uh, and the president of Sony. Um, To me, this is interesting, but not unexpected. And that might sound potentially inflammatory, but I don't think it is. Uh, or. PlayStation has had a timeline of roughly five years for its CEOs uh, as they've cycled out personalities. And while I know that I know that many people will will condemn Jim Ryan or celebrate Jim Ryan based on their own personal views because we're an Xbox show. I think it's interesting because it's the major competitor to to Microsoft and Xbox since Phil Spencer's arrival has had multiple figureheads that were notable and uh, personality driven as well as Capable-driven. Uh, we've seen Sarah Bond step into to a number of roles. Major Nelson recently stepped down. And I'm curious, with, with Jim Ryan leaving, um, Logan, do you feel, as I do, though, that while he certainly took Sean Layden's PlayStation to the next level with PS5, maybe Jim Ryan's impact wasn't as positive as it could have been,
1: given the quality that, of PlayStation exclusives? Oh, I'm going to oh, my buddy, I love you, but I'm going to be brutally honest. I'm glad that dude is gone. He's Same. a good he's a good businessman. He he took the PS4 and he really just turned that into uh like a mainstay in houses the way the PS2 did. Mm-hmm. Uh but never have I seen a company go through so many like stepping on rakes mm-hmm. in the middle of a yard for easy stuff like like ten dollars easy stuff mm-hmm. uh you know like the the difference between a next gen and a in a last gen game version director's cuts from you know for games that are exclusives that like why why is the why is this a director's cut the director's the director was hideo kojima he put mm-hmm. out the version he wanted why is he right. does even so Jim Ryan, I'm glad that he, you know, he's been at the, he's been with SIE for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's been in the CEO po- uh, position for a, a good while. Mm-hmm. He's not, he's not a gamer, man. Like right. he's a business guy. And, you know, for someone running a company as a CEO, you want a business guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, having Phil Spencer work his way from game development to CEO is an... It's an abnormality, you know, like Reggie, Reggie uh Fils-Aimé, one of the mm-hmm. best CEOs Nintendo's ever had. Dude was working for like Pepsi or something beforehand. Mm-hmm. And it was like, he, he, you know, he was a gamer, but he wasn't like a, a dyed in the wool, raised in the industry, you know, cut from the cloth of developers kind of mm-hmm. CE, uh, you know, like person. And that's fine. Uh, but I, I'm genuinely hoping that whoever takes over, uh after the internum period between you know jim leaving and whoever's next we get someone who knows how to talk to the audience mm-hmm. uh i desperately want sony fans to feel like they're heard mm-hmm. uh from their leader you know and and everyone has their their reasons for picking the the consoles that they do uh or you just pick all of them and it doesn't feel like they've had a champion in their corner, you know, mm-hmm. in, in, in the boxing match that is the the console competition um, for market share. And it's just, I mean, I could get nasty about it, but the dude did his job. He did it really, really well. You can't hold mm-hmm. him for that. I just don't think that, I don't think that he was doing anything that was going to make consumers happy. And as a consumer, that's the most important thing to me.
0: I think PlayStation is deserving of someone that matches the quality of their exclusives, and I genuinely feel like Jim Ryan rode the coattails of a brilliant Sony created by Sean Layden, yeah, uh, with a lot of single player uh, driven games. And when we right now we're seeing the industry contract as a lot of multiplayer live service driven games are closing, canceling, shutting down from from major developers, and it feels like. Uh, Jim Ryan was really pushing the live service element of Sony and chasing Xbox's success. Hear my words here in the live service realm with games like Grounded, Sea of Thieves, uh, Minecraft. But they had the winning formula already in their single player, and it should have been a more 70-30 split single player to live service, but he's kind of flipped it to where a lot of the projects upcoming for Sony seem to be multiplayer-driven, which scares me, or sequel-driven, again, which scares me for long-term, right? Like in short-term, I'm having a blast. I'm so excited for Spider-Man 2. Sony's done such a wonderful job with its exclusives, but we're seeing the industry contract in live service, and Jim Ryan doesn't seem like he was one that was motivated to... One, tell the truth to consumers, Uh, you know, we believe in generations and several other just like odd choices of wording and phrases. You can look at the ABK uh, interactions that he had surrounding that was just felt disingenuous. And I hate that because if you're going to be the the leader for this incredible game making studio that impacts the entire industry, especially Xbox, um, I, I want it to be somebody that is relatable and equatable. I can't imagine many other leaders that could have guided Xbox through the darkest periods uh, of the Xbox One generation if they weren't somebody that the audience identified and felt with And Phil Spencer. Yeah. And already we see Spencer laying the grounds for others to take his place, be approachable, be exciting. We're seeing the grounds laid for more single player content out of Xbox mimicking Sony's success rate while still adjusting for the future. Um, I want com- competitive elements between the two and somehow despite all the success PlayStation has had it feels like Jim Ryan leaving is a win for PlayStation gamers and gamers in general yeah. um and so yeah. i'm i'm glad to see this happening um with respect to his success i don't think he was good for games i don't think he was good for the industry and so i'm glad that he is leaving glad that it's not like under some terrible you know like he was beating the the people making them sleep under their desk type of moments, you know, no Elon Musk
1: level terrorists. As far as we know. As far as we Oh know. man, don't get me. Um, don't bring up his name. I don't need to. I don't need to hear Elon's name today.
0: You told me that you were going to live and die by what he does. No, i Oh my um, God. So, you know, I'm glad this is happening because I hope that as the industry ebbs and flows, we see more gamer friendly actions from PlayStation because gamer friendly actions from PlayStation will have an impact on the rest of the industry. Yeah. Uh, and and we've seen Xbox because they're in third place do gamer friendly stuff that doesn't seem to impact the industry nearly as impactfully. So I'm curious to see kind of how that goes. Um, but I am glad that Jim Ryan is stepping away. I'm glad <laughs> that we're going to get new blood. I think there are a lot of voices that could, could Herman Holst, Shuhei Yoshida. Um I know they had um I know they had somebody on stage for their recent state of play that might be worthwhile. Cheers to that. I just hope it's somebody that makes the gaming industry better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the 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 talking head that they had for that state of play. I can't remember her name,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but she was great. She mm-hmm. she she sounded like she understood what what the assignment was. So I was mm-hmm. definitely happy about that. Yeah. Herman Holst is a great opportunity uh, there because he's got a great personality, he seems very uh you know social. Mm-hmm. Uh and you know you, you this happens, man. This happens yeah. everywhere. Like I sure. was just I was talking to my wife and and she's having you know, similar issue with her new supervisor. Like her last supervisor was super personable, you know, mm-hmm. super kind, uh, really good to really good person as far as like reaching out and talking to people and being, you know, like a, a, a personality on top of a supervisor, you can do mm-hmm. both. Right. Uh, and I hope that that happens for Sony cause they need someone they need, they need someone to to be there to be like, the person who's going to to really kind of make sense of what the future of that generation is going to be, especially knowing that we're going to be getting new hardware soon, the hardware choices that they've made this generation are boggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the the I can't even think of what the name is. The portal. Um, the portal is weird. Yeah, the PSP. Report. Yeah, whatever it is, <laughs> uh, just strange yeah. stuff, man. Yeah, strange yeah. stuff overall. Just really odd that they're going that route. So I'm hoping whoever comes in uh, has a clear understanding of like where they should go with the market mm-hmm. and try and innovate as opposed to just replicate the bare min. Agreed,
0: and I and PlayStation fans had a rough week given that hack and stuff, and like that's not something to celebrate. No Xbox show yeah. group should be. Celebrate that sucks um, yeah. and that happens in technology driven world so PlayStation needs a win and I think it's on its way with Spider-Man um, you know I'm, I'm yep. okay with that um, yep. Xbox is definitely doing well they had a really cool milestone hit by a major Xbox IP with Minecraft uh, yeah. this past week I thought this was really neat uh, 25 million players have played Minecraft Dungeons uh, and to be clear that's Dungeons not Legends which is the light legends the one that came out this year this year dungeons was the one that came out uh, i want to say pandemic time twenty one twenty one. i believe uh
1: it's the diablo like
0: yeah the diablo like i really liked that game i thought it was criminally underserved with xbox crossover ip which i'm going to talk about in a moment um but 25 million players across switch ps4 pc xbox one series x and s uh it had a a 7 out of 10 which is just you know that's just Xbox only makes 7 out of 10s at this point um i was just thinking about that can i can i deviate do a quick little little detour real quick yeah i was making a joke but you're you i feel like you got a good satiate point coming bring it
1: no it's it's interesting to me because this year has been lots of 8s uh in in critically like welcomed 8s and mm-hmm. and just to call out like hi-fi rush is an 89 it's like a smidgen below a nine mm-hmm. and that was a shadow drop this year uh you know redfall being the, the outlier here starfield's in the high 80s and i'm mm-hmm. pretty sure forza is probably going to be a nine um if i had to guess
0: i feel like games that are not niche have a hard time breaking that 90 90 barrier niche games. I feel like you can do it right. Like this is a simulation racing. This is simulation flying. This is uh, a a graphic visual novel. Like within a niche, it's easier to get, I think above a 90 because the assignment is more easily understood. But when you want broad appeal, it's much harder to break that 90 barrier. I think
1: very few games do that that have broad appeal. Um, but to, mostly to say that this year uh with red fall being the exception and we have you know we understand why that's the case mm-hmm. uh th- this year for for xbox has been a higher average than mm-hmm. most of what we've seen in the past which is crazy because the stuff that we've had lately this generation has actually been really good content too
0: mm-hmm.
1: they had a great 2021 yeah. Um,
0: they had the consoles launch in late 2020, great yep. 2021 with Halo and Forza Horizon. Um, Minecraft Dungeons was in there, that window. Uh, and I really, 2022 is the outlier Yeah. and it feels like this generation is marked by 2022, yeah. uh, for Xbox, which is a shame because game pass was well-served live service was well-served for Xbox in that window. Yep. Um, but that one year of no exclusives Really has proven fatal to the mindset, the the mindshare that Xbox commanded.
1: Wasn't Ink uh Wasn't that out in 2022? I mean, maybe. But are you thinking of Pentiment? Are you thinking of Pentiment or Pentiment? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're thinking of Pentiment. Like two games that came out that were like the same.
0: Yeah, they were very similar. I understand exactly why. And like the fact that I knew what you were talking about is telling of how
1: similar they were. (laughs) yeah um, pentiment came out in 2022 uh, which was uh very much like a grounded um but i mean that was a game that a lot of folks like they didn't like those that played it and and understood like the play style and were okay getting beyond the art direction of it mm-hmm. uh really really spoke highly of that I'm trying to grab the uh open critic but yeah that was a 2022 launch and, and that's uh, such a niche game i think it accidentally proves my point about Oh, yeah. No, you're not. Yeah, you're not wrong. But yeah, that was an 86 on. Mm. uh, Gotcha. On Open Critic. But yeah, mostly eights this generation. Mm -hmm. Xbox has really had a good run. But the lack of pure
0: triple A between Forza and Halo and then now Starfield really did do a damage for it. But I mean, I maintain Starfield is my game of the year at present. And it's the most eight out of 10 game of the year Ever, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm set to roll credits on Starfield today. Um, yeah. I think I anticipate doing that today, so we can do our spoiler cast for Xbox wrap up. Mm. Uh, if you want to do that, okay, so that, that that would be fun because we did a great, you know, intro to Starfield on our last Xbox wrap up, which will go live for everybody on YouTube this week. Um, so we could do a spoiler cast there, but that'd be cool. I I want to loop back to a concept and an idea that I think Minecraft is you know, in the wake of 25 million and they're shutting, not shutting down, but they're no longer going to be updating Minecraft dungeons. Um, I think Microsoft has been looking to diversify the Minecraft IP with legends, with dungeons, with mobile, trying to figure out what to do with it to let yeah. it serve more. And I, I heard a, a YouTuber that I enjoy whose name escapes me in this one moment, just because I think my head hurts, but um, mm. he called Minecraft the the Mario for Xbox Um, And not in terms of gameplay style, but in terms of like IP recognition, the ability to diversify gameplay with the IP. And I really like that analogy. And I think that Xbox is in need of continued diversity with Minecraft. And I think they also failed Minecraft dungeons and legends by not doing crossover content. Like it is surprising to me. We didn't see master chief in dungeons with special armor and abilities. Mm. Uh, master chief or some, you know, leader from Plasma other Xbox Sword. Plasma Sword, yeah. Uh would have been great. It's seeing some heroes from the the Xbox IP in Minecraft Legends would have been so appropriate. I think they need to Xbox in general needs to do more crossover within its IP, cross promotional stuff. I've said long for a long time that there should be an island in Sea of Thieves with zombies on it and like an homage to State of Decay. Mm-hmm. I think there should be more, uh, you we, we did get stated decay content, you got liveries and such, yeah. But, but I'm saying there should be like more homages mm. to Xbox IP within Xbox IP. We had those two fantastic and beautiful Spartan armors in Gears 5. Yeah, why not more? Where was the rest of Noble Team? Why wasn't Chief in there? Um, why not get Gears armors in Halo Infinite where we've got these Samurai and Tenra and stuff? Like, there are so yeah. many potential elements to see other ip i think minecraft is a wonderful place because minecraft proper does a great job similar to fortnite of creating a metaverse of ip there are mario there's ghostbusters there's ninja turtles i think there's there's master chief i would love to see microsoft do a better job at showcasing itself within itself why why is Mm. doom slayer not a an armor set in halo infinite (laughs) right like that's a thing that could be happening
1: more yeah yeah, they could easily do uh, a Halo uh, Master Chief um, power armor in uh, Fallout seventy six, exactly, and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, I having uh, Minecraft Dungeons hit twenty five million players um, who've played it. That's that to me is really awesome. Just to know that Game Pass is doing what it's intended, which is to to build a library for folks who mm-hmm. you know most likely probably won't buy every single title that comes out. Mm -hmm. and just know that you know there's a it's a really good game for um fans of action rpgs like diablo and stuff Mm -hmm. and that you know it's it's accessible there and it's great for kids it's great for um there's actually a a sightless combat who goes through and plays it uh and is able to to do really well on it because of some of the abilities that you can get in there Mm -hmm. you can just teleport to people when when you're lost and that's Mm -hmm. like that's great for someone without sight Mm -hmm. so really awesome that they're that they're hitting 25 million i i would like to see a sequel to that and have them build out the story or build out the worlds you know go some other places and uh, do some do some new stuff especially given some of the uh, the stuff that we've seen with like the Pillars team and the Diablo 4 team mm-hmm. and what they brought to the table, I, I think a, a Dungeons 2 could be served from learning some of the new lessons that we've seen with uh, with some of the new titles in the in the uh, top-down isometric kind of ARPGs. Mm-hmm. I, I'm inclined to agree, but I thought it was just a really cool milestone uh,
0: to know that Xbox hit. I agree with what you're saying about X- Xbox Game Pass doing what it needs to do. Yeah. Um, and Game Pass is right for a certain type of game as well. Like Gotham Knights just hit Game Pass. That's the right game for Game oh, Pass. You I'll know? jump into it then. It's the, it's a great candidate for Game Pass because it is a very good game. Like I am a fan of it, but I had to make peace with it. It wasn't Arkham, but this allows people to get in, try it out, play it, uh, before it gets grindy. Like you can play a great action story there. And then if yeah. you don't want to grind, you don't have to grind, you know, no harm, no foul. You're in game pass. Yeah, If you um, want to be
1: in photo mode with Batgirl, that's, you know, it's there now. That's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I don't know where you got that idea. I had to uh, beat you into that.
0: No, Hey, come on. <laughs> um, so let's go into another topic here. Uh, this one is, I think a bit of a downer and it ties into two yeah. different stories. Um, and my, in our notes, I kind of split them by accident. But uh, Epic Games has laid off 830 people or roughly 16% of its company. Uh, two different pandemic era company uh, acquisitions were, were hit quite a bit by this. It got rid of two of them, Bandcamp and Super Awesome. Uh, that was about 5% of its, of its staff there. Uh, Epic CEO Damn. Tim Sweeney explained the necessity of the cuts in an email to staff. And I have a hard time with that word necessity. Um, He says for a while now, we've been spending way more money than we earn investing in the next evolution of Epic and growing Fortnite as a metaverse inspired ecosystem for creators. I have long been optimistic. We could power through this transition without layoffs, but in retrospect, I see that was unrealistic end quote. And boy, do I have a beef with that Logan. Uh, Gamesindustry.biz noted that it's odd that Fortnite is growing right now, Uh, but they're saying that it's growing because of uh, user-created content versus Epic creator content, and Epic has a need to share this revenue with creators. Now, my personal take on this is that it's very frustrating to see Fortnite, which is its cash cow, growing. And to see them continue pushing things like Epic Game Store, which have very low adoption rate, they're they're paying developers out the wazoo for exclusive and free game content, which I appreciate them paying developers for, but no one's utilizing it and people are losing their jobs as a result of it. They're also raising the cost of V-Bucks next month, which is wild to me given how much they do. Like, there are so many ways in my mind, outside looking in, that they could have managed this better. I think about, uh, I want I think it's Mediatonic, the the creators of Fall Guys.
1: Yeah. They, they had, were, they had yeah,
0: cuts. Yeah, huge cuts uh, for the creators of Fall Guys. And they were acquired two years ago by Epic and then made free to play. So frustrating. And they also had the Fortnite effect of getting tons of skins that they paid for. Uh, into their game to create another metaverse element thing. And I appreciate that. I appreciate crossovers. I just said that in a previous topic. But the idea that Epic Games needs to lay off this many people while making money in Fortnite, while raising the cost of V-Bucks, while getting an influx of users in the wake of Unity's problems, they're getting an influx of users and developers for, for Unreal, is mind-boggling to me, and it shows to me it's bad business run. And I think Tim Sweeney's uh, up his own ass a little bit in this one. Sorry, Adam, I know you have kids in the car. My bad.
1: <laughs> Love you, Red Beast. I. It's one of these things where there's a cognitive dissonance between the the what we see and the words spoken to us. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're smiling while lying, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel good uh it doesn't feel good at all like obviously i don't know how that company's run i don't know like all the all the details to it but i know that there's places you probably could have cut stuff or uh you know like had instead of like putting out free games maybe not put out so many free games you know maybe maybe take a look at like why rocket league is potentially losing viewership or something you know and work on that as opposed to cutting you know cutting the the payroll on studios like mm-hmm. those studios aren't going to benefit from losing people that's not how that's, that does not seem i mean and it's not like they got to choose they, they didn't you know it wasn't like drawing straws or something they're just like mm-hmm. nope these positions are cut why well we're not I'm, making enough money
0: i'm sure a listener can help me out on this but i remember uh at least, of at least two games that struggled and had to either close or go back into beta or, or, or something akin to that because oh, they the were Warner Epic. Brothers, um,
1: brawl, brawl. Uh, I know
0: that's multiverses, but yeah. I'm th- I'm thinking of something different. I'm thinking of of Epic Game Store exclusives. Oh, oh. that were supposed to be like live service projects, but they failed to gen- generate an audience because the Epic Game Store audience is too small. Mm-hmm. That's a stupid decision. If you're gonna have a PC version of your game, let Steam. Users take advantage of it because otherwise, if you're making a live service game, you live and die by your community. So I'm just very frustrated to see this happen. And I think you're making a different point with multiverses, um, which I'd love for you to expound on. But I'm just frustrated by like epic. You're you're epic games. You are epic games. There was a better you. You bought the Fall Guys creator and forced it, forced it to be free to play. Maybe they had that plan already. Maybe not. But now you're cutting their jobs. Like you bought them and broke them. That's not fair. That's awful.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those situations where I, I just don't understand like why they didn't see this coming. Like, why did it get to the point where they're like, oh, we need to lay off 60? And why is it like always around this time that we start to see all these major layoffs? Like, Mm -hmm. is it just because it's like the, the, the start of a new quarter and they want to see profits going into the end of the year? Mm -hmm. You know, is, is it because they've, they've released the games that they've been working on for years and now that they've released them, they get to cut people because those jobs are not, you know, needed until the, the launch of, you know, like a lot of, I've seen a lot of social media jobs, uh, get cut recently Mm -hmm. on, on X and I'm just like, you know, you they, you could still pay those people to do stuff mm-hmm. like just because the game's out doesn't mean you can't have those people transition to a more live stream system where they're showcasing, talking about the game, doing mm-hmm. updates, you know, talking about little things here and there that they could do streams for every week and just have like, you know, uh, what is it? Um, Obsidian. They they have social community teams and devs that come out every week and mm-hmm. do charity streams that's awesome that's awesome dude that's like awesome. D- d- ea you want some good you want some good press start having your studios you know find those community managers who don't got a lot to do because the game's out or you know the game's not out yet and they don't have anything to talk about mm-hmm. have them start doing charity streams you know put some goodwill behind you mm-hmm. very very frustrating
0: to watch very frustrating to see people lose their jobs yeah. um and i think it ties to a bigger Issue, Logan, And that's that brings me to like live service games. There is a consistent and frustrating thing that I'm seeing is that live service and always online are forcing studio closures or uh, damning games into poor launch and launches as a result of it. Um, let's see. Okay, so in the past week, two weeks, Payday 3 came out and servers were an absolute mess. It's just more Payday, which was what people seem to want, but then they're not able to play it even if they're trying to play solo by themselves on their local because the game needs to be always online and servers are a mess. Yeah, Uh, The game Party Animals, which is getting an Ori and the Will of the Wisps Blind Forest crossover, uh, was this hugely expected, very, very exciting game for a lot of people. It's it's one of those... um, what is it? Like, I don't know. Ragdoll physics. Yeah. Type brawlers. It's a great animals. way to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It looks really fun, especially if you're into that kind of game. But in the description, they said it was. Available like a uh, single player couch co-op as well as multiplayer online. But they their their reasoning was, hey, we don't speak English as a native language. You have to be always online with it and they worded that poorly. So it's getting mm. torched by users who expected to be able to buy the game and play the game without having to be online. Uh, you know, play with their spouses, their sleeping others, whomever it may be, kids yeah. on their couch, but they have to be online. That's very frustrating. And I think that is, that that we see Evil Dead closing. Sega just canceled uh, an upcoming project, Hyenas, which means jobs are being lost. That was a PvPvE VE uh, shooter
1: that was being made by Creative <laughs> Assembly. yeah. But, that 100%. one like we we could we i i could see like th- there was a little bit of uh a little bit of chasing the 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 you know the golden goose on 100%. hyenas
0: 100 um, percent that's kind of my beef though is like jim ryan was working on creating a sony that was chasing a golden goose yeah. of live service always online sega in hyenas was doing the exact same thing yeah there's a finite amount of space for always online games CSGO just came out of beta or got its sequel or Counter Strike two or something like that. Yeah. That is a is an aberration and an outlier. You can't mimic that. They launched to over a million players in like an hour or something like that. Yeah. But that's counter strike, right? You can't all be chasing the always online element. It is an outlier that Sea of Thieves is successful, right? Like yeah. that is a strange, unique the only way to be always online and survive, I think, is to have an attraction point. And that means uniqueness. I'm really curious if Square Enix has learned this lesson in the wake of Final Fantasy. I'm really curious <laughs> if there are other ways that other, other parties are because not just, I think mean, it was evil dead is
1: closing. That's always online. Um, asymmetrical horror games are yep. dying. Like, like yeah. they're fruit on the vine, man. Mm-hmm. You cannot put a horror game, asymmetrical game and in, in hope to compete against like hunt and uh, dead by daylights. Like it's, Right? That market is tapped, in my opinion, man. I feel so bad for Evil Dead, especially considering Evil Dead is one of those IPs that it nailed the IP so well, kind of like uh, Ghostbusters, uh, Spirits mm-hmm. Unleashed, like those two games. Yeah. And, and Ghostbusters Unleashed is a small, small pool of players like you're getting bots in those matches and it's getting a Nintendo Switch release soon. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping for fresh meat in that because... That, that's a game that I, I really do love that game. That is a fantastic asymmetrical horror game that is not really horror related, uh, mm-hmm. but it's fun to run around as a Ghostbuster and try and catch a ghost. And it's fun to be a ghost and just uh, mess with, with Ghostbusters that don't know what they're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but like Evil Dead, that is an amazing game. I don't have is to it? play it to know that it is an amazing game. It's not just one of those, uh, you know, PlayStation 2 IP-driven games and to see that get shut down it's like there's something going on with just games as a service and and they've got a time they're on a ticking time bomb and see if these you brought up there was two years of microsoft or, or xbox support on a game that did not could not monetize itself until 2019 after it came out in 2018 it was almost a two full two years that the, that that game was living off of Game Pass, uh, when when no one wanted to pick it up because there was quote unquote no content. It's
0: disheartening oh. and worrisome, and as the games industry becomes more, I guess, more mobile with cloud gaming, with five G, with Games being able to more easily access the internet. Curious how the new Switch impacts this. Curious if the new PSP <laughs> uh, impacts this at all. I would know because it's like you got to be in the house kind of thing. Like so strange. Um, but I'm curious how that tends to happen. So I'm really sad to see all this, I guess, contraction in the industry. But it's it's disheartening. I don't know that I have more of a thesis on that, but it is disheartening to go through.
1: I'm I'm seeing two examples of good and bad behavior in this uh, mm-hmm. that I want to end on. Um, mm-hmm. Sony is moving towards games as a service now. They have acquired Bungie to help with that. Mm-hmm. That is a that is a, a a painful move. They should not do that. They should focus on more multiplayer, not games as a service games and mm-hmm. single player games that they do really really well. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft, on the other hand, has been making games as a service through their single player games. And it has been just one of those weird things where people just don't want that. They don't want those types of games from Ubisoft. And Ubisoft is pivoting back to making their games more smaller, one offs with like a, a main story. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage being the first in this compared to Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Odyssey. Like we are seeing them turn the corner to go back to single player experiences Mm -hmm. i'm I'm hoping that sony kind of stays the course and just you know like ghost of tsushima is still one of the best games sony has put out in the last generation Mm -hmm. it's it's uh multiplayer came free after the initial launch of the game and it was it's one of the best multiplayer experiences you can get from a first-party ip that they have just do that that's all Agreed. the people. People just want factions. Just give them factions. So agree. So agree.
0: Uh, game Pass, of course, having a great month in September, an even better month upcoming in October. Uh, I do want to call out Cocoon, which came out on uh, September 29th. That got incredible reviews. This is like a a layered puzzle platforming game. Uh, Isometric Eurogamer 5 out of 5. Games Radar 5 out of 5. IGN 9. Goddess of Geek 9. Biscuit 9. Game Rant, 4.5 out of 5. Push Square, 9. Press Start, 9. Xbox Era, 9. Game Informer, 8.8. Open Critics at a 90. Uh, Critics recommend, 95% of critics are recommending this one. Rock on. I think this is really cool to see. Um, If you are not into some of the AAA stuff that's come out lately, like Starfield, if you're not looking forward to Forza, the indies seem like they're taking care of you, and Game Pass is taking care of you, which is, (laughs) I don't know how much else to say about
1: Game Pass. It's so good. It's, okay. it's nuts. This has been an amazing one for that. Um, uh, if you don't have anything else before listener questions, I did want to make one call out uh, for the, the Xbox. Xbox is changing their capture policy. Yeah. Um, so I just want it, to, it, it, this is more a PSA than anything. I don't really have much to say other than it's like, I, I'm glad that they're doing something because uh, I was worried about how they were going to do this. But um, there's a new policy for storing game captures going on. Uh, as of this recording, uh, they're updating the way that Xbox na- network retains game captures. Game captures stored on the net, uh, Xbox network will be deleted after 90 days or three months. Um, so if you want to back up any clips or screenshots you wish to keep indefinitely, you'll have to go to uh, your your OneDrive. You'll have to set it up so that you can actually have stuff being retained on OneDrive, um, or you'll have to pull them off the the like immediately off of the cloud and there's there's a, a couple other ways that you can do that but you can move uh and and manage like bulk uh, uploads um where you store your captures on xbox you just have to go to the uh the my games and apps see all apps and captures to be able to do that uh just want to make sure that you guys are aware of that um they did put in some tools like uh microsoft Clipchamp. Um, video editor for pc so that if you want to be able to like edit some stuff that'll be a way to go about it and with the console app being defunct on pc uh, OneDrive is going to be the the best way for you to be able to pull captures from your xbox to your pc to be able to edit those and stuff so just a little psa heads up 90 days for captures if you got something that you if you, if you want it, make sure that you, you log in, look at what you have, try and get it on OneDrive so you can save that for later. Fantastic. I use
0: my captures app often. Like I, or the capture, yeah. I capture stuff and I download it on my phone a lot, put out a lot of like YouTube shorts or just put it up on the dying platform that is Twitter, which our engagement's gone on Twitter, man. Like
1: I didn't, I yeah. It's, I don't, I don't tweet my podcast things anymore, man. Cause it just doesn't do, it doesn't move the numbers. It doesn't even get views. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: our YouTube platform, like I'm grateful to every listener. We have audio listeners. You're always showing up. You're always great to see that. And I appreciate you. YouTube numbers are down because I used to get that influx from X, from Twitter, mm-hmm. um, like social media. That was where the YouTube, uh, audience came from. They would see my tweet and they would go yeah. you know, and, that was how it and so like that's been an interesting change so so what uh, we're saying is we're going to facebook (laughs) facebook gaming (laughs) uh hello everybody i was on mixer that's how it goes oh i miss mixer (laughs) that's sad Um, but i don't miss streaming weirdly so (laughs) all right we have uh some listener questions here i'm excited for this one from ellery uh who shout out to ellery uh they put up a really fun youtube unboxing of vasco from Mm. starfield Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. uh i love their channel it's so much fun um yeah. ellery says i can't believe october is almost here what are your favorite spooky or horror games i have a lot of answers for this one um i love spooky games logan yeah i don't necessarily love horror games i think those are two different things oh but uh do you have answers prep for this one or do you want me to, to go first i,
1: I kind of answered the one that that I did. It, dude, if it's Ghostbusters, I'm sold. Mm-hmm. Like the new Ghostbusters game for VR, for, for Meta and, and PSVR 2, like I'm going to be playing those. I wish it was on Xbox so I could have, like, you know, my my achievements and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ghostbusters Spirit Unleashed is hands down one of my favorite 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 games that's an asymmetrical game and i usually don't go for asymmetrical games because i get anxiety about being the one person singled out and chased after uh yeah dude anxiety is a real pain in the butt man like my wife deals with it but i didn't realize the more i get older the more i realize like how i actually have that how i Mm -hmm. I, in one of these days i'll actually go talk to a doctor if i actually trust them um see if they can help me out with it but yeah the more the more i play like asymmetrical games the more i play like pvp games i'm like it depends on the game but mm-hmm. I, I can't do spooky um uh i can't do horror i definitely can't do horror dude i uh, i'm in that part with the the, uh, the the alien stuff in starfield that we'll probably I told you about. it was a horror game yeah there's a there's Remember? a horror game aspect in there that i didn't yep. realize so- Dude, it's so hard. It's so freaking hard. <laughs> did, did you see I put up a really good YouTube short when the
0: game first came out of a horror yeah. moment where something came out of the ground that I was not ready for? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: Dude. there. <laughs> I'm doing that now. Yeah, but yeah, it's a yeah, yeah. It's it's a hard to <sighs> it's the sound <laughs> if I mute it I feel better but a lot uh-huh. of it is the sound drives me nuts I I get so anxious about that but yeah uh, Ghostbusters man uh th- everything else I'll I'll watch I can't play but those mm-hmm. are like my favorites go play Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed man that is such a good game it is a good game shout out to CJ
0: and uh Mike because we've had we've had some good Ghostbusters moments <laughs> with that one um I love Spooky um I love horror to a point I don't enjoy jump scare horror that's not fun for me um, yeah. I think it's cheap I think jump scare horror is pretty darn cheap I don't enjoy horror where it's the like gore porn that's mm. not fun for me saw hostile but I really love spooky and I really love uh, so ridiculous you it's unbelievable like I can yeah. do um, I can do scream I can do... Halloween I can do flashers yeah I can do that stuff as long as like the goal isn't to show you all the awful things that can happen so in terms of games yeah. a spooky is my favorite um pumpkin jack is a game I love mm. pumpkin jack When were you talking it's about that last great, year great yeah I love pumpkin I think everybody should play pumpkin jack it's such a fun game um I really enjoy the resident evil series uh particularly the third person ones for people like you Logan You can play the third person ones, I think, far easier than like Resident Evil seven, where it's where it's uh, first person and survival style. Like like where you're going to you're getting like freaked out. I do think you can totally handle the majority of Resident Evil
1: eight. I I played a little bit of it. Yeah, it it wasn't too bad. There's definitely a couple moments where I was like getting a little a little messed up by it. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Um so so Dead Space remake was wonderful, Resident Evil 4 remake was wonderful.
0: Um yeah, Dead Space was Dead Space is like one of those where it's not spooky, but it is scary. Yeah. And spooky to me is an atmosphere. I love the dark uh woods with the fog and the the monsters out there. Again, yeah. unbelievable is good for me in horror. I don't enjoy the jump scare type stuff. Um I'm playing a game called Army of Ruin right now which is just a vampire survivors esque style game. And I love it because it's (laughs) Halloween. It's just, there's a Halloween vibe to it. Halloween's my favorite holiday. I love that. Um, I'm looking forward to when Fortnite brings the pumpkin characters so I can get one of those. I like that stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, um, phasmophobia is Mm -hmm. one that I hope comes to console soon Mm -hmm. because I would love to play. uh, I would love to actually play that. Oddly enough, the ghost. I dude, I don't know about you. I love Nukes Top 5. If you don't know Nukes Top 5 for YouTube, mm-hmm. it is like a top five channel of like ghost videos. I am such a sucker for ghost videos, dude. I know they're all fake. I don't care. I love watching what people are trying to do to, to make like fuzzy weird objects in a camera look real mm-hmm. or, oh, there's a there's a sound down a dark hallway and I happen to be in a, a really quiet uh, or, you know, an abandoned hospital in the middle of you know Maine or something yeah yeah with my phone and a couple cameras and it's just like it's like the like blair witch man it's like i i'm a sucker for that so i love watching that stuff but i i would love to have phasmophobia because that's kind of in that vein Mm -hmm. uh i was watching there's there's some really good horror games um on pc that they're just small indie titles so mm-hmm. there's not enough people to really like get things ported over to console or there's mm-hmm. not enough like uh groundswell or funding to be able to get the get access to that but mm-hmm. there's a lot on on pc that i see streamers do that i love to watch because i'm good watching it i can't play it but mm-hmm. yeah good question though good time good timing on the question I, I do the thing where in
0: game slogan, like when I was playing Sea of Thieves, all my stuff would be Halloween themed. Yeah. I, when I played Gears of War, I'd use the Halloween themed characters. That's what I'm saying. Like the Fortnite yeah. I want the pumpkin ones. I love that. I love spooky and Halloween a lot. Horror yep. and, and violence. No, not as much. So, uh, let's see. We have one more question here, and I love this question. This one came in last week from Bush who you uh, enjoyed some State of Decay with, a great spooky game as oh, well. Oh, yeah, spooky game. State of Decay too. It was really fun. But, yeah, if you, at, at night, so if you play at night with somebody, go out at night and get in cars where the headlights are lighting stuff oh, up. Oh, yeah. yeah this is was good. Um, and he says, if Microsoft would approach Luke and Logan and say, we're going to make an official XEP game, design it and get back to us, what would the game be? What genre, what developer? Let's stay within Xbox first party studios. Certainly no shortage of options there. Uh, would there be any unique gameplay or story beats? Would Logan be a pirate lord with a special flare gun ability? Great show, guys. Keep it up. Love Butch4969. <laughs> I know a game I'd make, but do you know which one you'd make?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. No, I, so hit me. you go first. Oh, I get to go first. Okay. All right. Well, Butch, thank you for your question. Uh if if Microsoft approached us to make a Luke and Lore XCP game, um this would be it, it would be <laughs> it'd be a romance visual novel. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> and you would oh, have to figure out what our likes and our dislikes were for games oh, and boy. just like pop culture to try and romance us. <laughs> and I would have obsidian do it. And I would have the team that did um the Pentibit, I would have them do it just to see what the art like would be would be like. It would be the dumbest thing It would be like the KFC visual novel That came out a while ago (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing this for the last dude I'm doing this because I knew what you it It would blindside you so much oh so tell me what your actual what your game was good to actually be because you you were thinking an actual action game let me tell you how stupid i am i created
0: this brilliant game in my mind i was like this is what i do it'd be so cool and you're like it's a visual romance novel and yours is absolutely going to be the one people want to play god okay so mine you are playing in uh, a new york or gotham (laughs) city-esque third person action game layout at night. Uh, You've got orb collecting similar to crackdown. Your character levels up uh, as you collect different collectibles around the city. Uh, And every time you level up, you eat a double down, Um, which is, which is part of your collectibles. You collect lore spelled L O H R. That's uh, all podcast lore around the city. Sometimes it's comic books about various things that we like Mm-hmm. Uh sometimes it's various moments. Um where you you interact with different characters that give you quests. Your character is is just like in Fortnite, any number of skins from the various IP that we love, mm. right? Uh and, and they fight certain ways. So, like if you're a Ninja Turtle, you got your turtle sword, your turtle chucks. Uh, if you use the gargoyle skin like Goliath, you can fly uh, certain ways, you can battle with certain character skins. Um uh, the The main antagonist is Joseph Moran, uh, and he's chasing you uh, and shouting out his Patreon and his uh, YouTube channel it's at any given your moment.
1: M- calling your mom to,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you go into certain buildings, it becomes a horror game where he just, where, where Joe just chases you like. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is crazy uh at any given point you can call on a mech it'll be like prepare for Titanfall, um but it drops in and you get to create you get a a, a mech that you can walk around the city in as well battle giant joseph morans um which which is cool if you go into the sewers as a ninja turtle or a gargoyle or or whatnot um one of the traversal methods in the sewers on the water is a sea of thieves ship uh, which, which, which is pretty darn cool there um and I'm trying to it's think, oh, ship. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. And um, if at any point anybody wants to play it on the Switch, uh, we just laugh at them and say no. We just laugh at them and say no. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah but it's definitely a third-person oh action game with collectibles at night. Uh, jo- you know, you're know, you double-downing. You're collecting lore on all the things <laughs> that we like. Um, it, it releases for PlayStation and Xbox. Um, it, it does not release on the Epic Games Store or the Switch um that's funny
1: i thought you were gonna say it was gonna release on playstation but when you open the game it just takes you to the microsoft store to download
0: to to buy a console oh and the name of our game is redfall 2 Um, that's what we call it that's what we call it
1: (laughs) if i if i could tweak that game i would have it be like city of heroes and and like kick where the the in the movie they have like kind of the 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 kind of crummy costumes and i would have you playing i would have the person playing as one of us they get to choose between the two Mm -hmm. and we would have shoddy like cosplay costumes of our favorite characters and each one gives us a a different a, a different ability so like i've got really badly made like pvc pipe with fabric wings as mm-hmm. a gargoyle and you have mm-hmm. like your your <laughs> your second rate kind of batman costume mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know our goal is to go out and and try and get as much lore for an episode of uh, of the episode as possible with joseph yep. trying to sabotage us at every end
0: but but okay so and to add to that at any given point or like at various moments like if you go to a certain section of the city you'll see the real batman he'll be like disgraced with us and be like i'm not wearing <laughs> hockey pads you know or we yeah. we meet the real uh, a real captain hook like a real pirate and he's yeah. like you're not a real pirate <laughs> uh, and then like at, <laughs> every now and again we'll be like phil phil spencer do you want to be on the show and he's yeah. just like
1: no if phil spencer's like the elusive <laughs> the elusive secret character that you have to try and find yeah. <laughs> if, Please if, let you, us if, know. if you land certain certain secret characters for the podcast you get yep. level ups or extra perks or something like that yeah. that'd be hilarious i got a really nice email from a um
0: somebody at xbox because i was trying to get someone on for episode 200 because mm. this is the worst time of year for me so like you'll see you've seen interviews have kind of stopped Creative yeah. talk has slowed down because I don't have the bandwidth to chase. And then I'm going to a funeral next weekend. Like I just, I just don't have it right now. Yeah. And I got a very nice email from from somebody at Xbox that works with creators. He was just so cool. He's like, "Hey man, congratulations! We're really proud and happy for you. Our big wigs are tied up right now, so we can't accommodate your schedule. But Shoot. next year, I was like, Oh really? Cool. It was nice. It was a very yeah. kind email. So
1: that's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. I don't yeah. know what I'm not. I don't think I'm doing anything special for three hundred. For Halt because that's in um, like five weeks. <laughs> and, and I feel bad because we just hit this incredible milestone. So like, I'm not,
0: I'm not stressing, you know yeah. what I mean? Like we've got the community that that makes us happy
1: and is kind to us and supportive. I'm good. It's cool you know? to, it's cool to be able to hit like a certain number, but honestly, man, I, I'm just in it to, to continue to do the same thing that I, I'm not trying to like mm-hmm. celebrate my own, my own dedication. To, right. to this thing like i'm just here to keep doing the thing that i love to do which is just chat about games and and you know give give folks something to make their day easier because mm-hmm. <laughs> like podcasts sustained my sanity for years as a as a pest control technician you know, walking around knocking down spider webs getting bit mm-hmm. you know cleaning up after rats and stuff like that like podcasts saved my sanity during that time so like now that i'm doing them i'm like this is all i want i just want to make your day a little bit easier knowing that you you are not happy dealing with what you're dealing with right now
0: See, but i hope I'm, this
1: helps i'm so
0: similar like to me like i i've had the just difficult weeks right working with yeah. kids can be really heartbreaking their stories and stuff every morning to have good morning XCP fam and it means something every yeah. time you know whether we get a code don't get a code the politeness that has come from people who are not expecting us to do the world you mm-hmm. know we're, we're playing games and getting to talk about them with our friends and discords like jumping into the nerd chat or project x talks just live stream and just saying hello and they're like hey it's luke hey it's logan like seeing you in chats that you and i didn't coordinate to be in together we're just there we are seeing yeah. you on <laughs> on the shop you know like that stuff to me is worth so much more than an episode number or an interview number, or even an interview mm. guest, which is weird to say, because like I got some dream guests, I got lofty goals there, but like yeah, the win is the community and the joy that comes from it. And yeah. sometimes I forget that I have to remind myself of my own lessons, but that's the real win.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll get Barack Obama on the show one day. We'll get there. Uh, hello there. <laughs>
0: Barry says, uh, playstation games are too expensive
1: all right you went for it i appreciate that yeah i'm rusty
0: too i'm rusty I'm losing my voice this my voice again stealing so, with a migraine folks come on hey all right i'm pretty drugged up right now not gonna lie. all right well uh that's gonna do it for this week logan let people know i think you've already alluded to it what's going on with with keel Hald uh, at the moment and where to find you
1: Yeah, yeah, guys. uh, Sea of Thieves is getting ramped up for season 10 content uh, that's coming mid October, um, just a couple of weeks away. They just launched the final Tall Tale for Monkey Island, uh, The Legend of Monkey Island. If you like Monkey Island, you do not have to deal with other players. You can go into that content. Uh, solo, you can go into that content with three other friends. Um, it is online, but it's all free. Uh, you can just log into Game Pass, go into Sea of Thieves, choose adventure or not adventure, you can choose Monkey Island, get dropped right into it. Um, that is uh, it, it, really is like the magnum opus of Rare's Sea of Thieves. That content, I kid you not, is some of the best content Rare has made, and it is a point-and-click adventure um, that expounds upon the story and takes the story in a new direction that is canonical with the old Monkey Island games. But everything that they've done in that, I I kid you not, if if you like Monkey Island at all, you need to go play through the Sea of Thieves Tall Tales. There's three of them. It's about 10 hours worth of content. It's all available for free through Sea of Thieves. You just have to have Game Pass to get access to it or if you buy it i I mean if you've bought sea of thieves at some point you've already got access to it so do that enjoy it really really love uh love just like how they've been able to do that so go check that out uh keel halt will be talking about that as well as season 10 in the coming episodes uh, with the lead up to episode 300 there you go
0: well uh for XCP, of course you're you're on it Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Uh, you can find me on the socials at Insipid Ghost. Uh, I'm so grateful to all of you for supporting our fundraiser for Extra Life. Uh, if you need to cancel, and I, I completely respect and understand that, in the month of October. If not, your, your support is being put to good use. Please know that. So we, we really appreciate you guys. Logan, that's going to be it for us. Have a great week, everybody. Take care.